week over at Walking with Tina on a Friday afternoon. So if you haven't caught us yet, make sure you watch our YouTube channel for other shows, which we've done, um, let's see, we've done Twitch, we've done Lisa Marie Presley uh, twice, um, and it's still ongoing over there at the Presley residence. Um, but here we talk about Celebrity Weeks and we focus on the Family Feud estate um, with Walking with Tina. So if you have, are new here, welcome, welcome. My name is Tina again and this is brought to you by your backup plan. It's got no sponsors for this show or videos. The full version is will be over and dropped on our YouTube channel on Saturday, the day after. If you haven't followed us yet, please do. I'd love to have you over here with us following our Your Backup Plan app. And if you want to know more about tips and tricks, what we do is walking with Tina on Friday afternoon. We will have a celebrity family feud where we talk about one. And believe me, it's not difficult to. There are so many family feuds either celebrities that have passed away without a will or a trust or um, haven't done any planning. And yeah, the list continues. We could literally do this show every single day of the week. That's how many. If there's any celebrities out there listening to this right now, please take our advice. Please, please, please. Take our advice and go get your wills done, your power of attorney, your living will or medical directives, and a trust. You know, when you have so much distribution of possessions and assets, it's really important to do a will. And it's really important in some cases to do a trust in which you need an attorney or a lawyer to do for you. But that being said, we're gonna focus on one celebrity today. And on Instagram, I shorten the version of our show to um, kind of a summary of the show. And when you want more details, you'll hit up over on our YouTube channel. So make sure you check that out. It's your backup plan um, over on YouTube. So stay tuned. We're gonna get right into it now. So don't let family fights like these celebrity heirs, you know, we're, we're going to learn from these. We're going to do sometimes what they do, and we are going to listen to what they don't do and make it better. It's all too common to hear of a tragedy turning into something even uglier as an epic family feud. We don't necessarily want those problems when the time comes, we don't. You know, I think it, it brought me back to when I started your backup plan app. And I really started it because I had been working in the financial industry with mutual funds and 401ks for any US people out there. And I got into insurance as well, life insurance and disability. And cancer claims just kept coming in. And I spent some time over at the cancer clinic, which was a real eye opener. And I had a girlfriend who went into the hospital one day for testing because she said she just couldn't get over this cough that she had. And it was this time of year, just around April. And she said, I can't get rid of this cough. I've had it, you know, since Christmas, just before Christmas. And uh, there's nothing anybody can do for me. So I'm going in to get tests done. So she stayed in the full day. And the next day, her husband called me and said, you don't need to go pick up Carol because she's not coming home. She has to stay in for more tests. She has stage four lung cancer. And, you know, that, that really killed me. She had just turned 60. 
And she, they had a small business, her and her husband, in a small town. And I'd go visit her. And on one occasion, I took her out to the patio. And we sat down on the patio bench. And we held hands. And she said, you know, Tina, I just want to see the blue sky. I just want to hear the birds. And I just want to feel the breeze on my face. Nothing else. It's too late to do any planning after the fact. Can you imagine walking into a hospital one day for tests and you never come out? You never come outside again, out of the hospital and go home. Just, just think about that for a second. Just think about it. That being said, it's just too common to have these family feuds. It's too common to have problems where your wishes aren't uh, done or you don't know what your wishes should be or you don't know what paperwork that's needed. You don't know what to do. So our, our new caregiving um, rescue program is going to be coming out next month. Um, it just keeps getting bigger every time I keep saying it's coming out, it's coming out. It just keeps growing. And I really want to put it out there for caregivers because you need to look after yourself as well as the person you're caregiving for. Because a lot of times people haven't put their proper documentation together or put their wishes together. And by us putting this package together for you, you're able to then look at what's needed and that makes it easy. And I, Rita, welcome everybody. If you have any comments or questions, please put them down below in the description box um, in your, on, on your page there. So without a will, an advanced directive is what they call it, or a medical directive, trust, or power of attorney. Some people call it living wills. In place, dramatic emotional warf warf warfare, I can't speak, especially in grieving family members, is free to run amok. And I find when the grieving sets in, families all of a sudden have this sense of entitlement or they're feeling worse than everybody else or theirs is worse or you know what I'm saying it there's usually a fight over a teacup and saucer there's usually a fight over who gets dad's watch so by us putting proper information and things together it involves being happy it involves being closer together as a family not having any regrets, not having any feelings that you didn't know what you were supposed to put together. Um, and then fights happen and opinions happen and everybody has their opinion and some are right and some are a little sketchy sometimes. So this enables you to have a proper grieving process. I think that's really important because grieving is the worst thing ever and it can hit you when you least expect it to so let me take a drink so here are a few examples of particularly destructive recent family feuds among celebrities and how some smart pre-planning can potentially spare your family unnecessary heartache and it's so, so true. Um, today, we're going to talk about the famous, famous, <coughs> let me, <laughs> I'm losing my voice already. Hold on. Holy moly. We're going to talk about the famous Aretha Franklin. But we're not going to get into the details on this show because we're doing a short version on here. 
So if you want to see all the famous details about Aretha Franklin and how it went down, check our YouTube channel tomorrow. But here is a little bit about a few issues, all right? So sometimes we have items. Sometimes we have assets or particular property items, and we don't think about, you know, categorizing them or who would want them or what they should be doing or should they sell them. Like I have a client in this location here where I am in Vancouver, and he collects fire trucks, believe it or not. So what would a wife do, a spouse or a partner do in that case with having 10 fire trucks and pieces and parts when the husband or spouse passes away? What, what would one do? Would they um, put it on Craigslist or, or advertise it somewhere? You know, what is the possibility? How do you know who to contact? How do you know what you should be doing with them? Should you keep them? Should you donate them? You know, what should happen? And that's a time to have a family conversation about what should happen to them once someone passes away. And I, I like to talk about that because it's very informative to people's hobbies, perhaps, artwork, or jewelry, or tools, or just about cars even. Jay Leno has, I don't know how many cars. You know, what does your spouse or partner want to do with those items once they pass away? And a lot of men, particularly, do not want to talk about it. They think they're Superman, and they think they're going to live forever. But the fact is, we're born and we die. And we just don't know when our time is up. We don't know when our next journey is going to start. So by that, you know, it's really important to put some guidance in that, to, to put some information into what you'd like to have happen and spare your spouse's problem of trying to sell those items. So it would be nice, especially if they had your backup plan app, where there's a section in there which says, you know, do you have any particular hobbies? Do you have any particular things that you collect? Because who would your spouse contact? What person or two people, in case the other one passes, what two people would be safe to contact and to know what to do with these items? what to do, perhaps you want to keep one, perhaps you want to donate all of them, whatever the situation is, who do you contact? And because, let me tell you, I have had so many clients that have sold off items on Craigslist, and of course people are going to try to get you down in price and not give you the proper value of the items. Or if you put it onto, um, uh, sometimes jewelry and artwork is just put on, on what do you call it? Ah, I can't think of the word. Um, I can't think. But you know what I mean. Where they speak really fast and, and tell me, somebody tell me, what is that called? I can't think of what it's called. Anyway. So... Even then, you get a percentage of what it's worth. So why not have a plan in place? And you never think, you know, we just are so busy in our lives and we just don't think of, we think about our wonderful collections, but we don't think about what happens if and when. So that being said, actress and humanitarian Audrey Hepburn, Breakfast at Tiffany's, My Fair Lady, and Roman Holiday, everybody knows Audrey Hepburn, died over 20 years ago, but her two sons are still feuding over her Los Angeles storage locker, filled with the star's memorabilia. Though she indicated in her will that the two men should divide the contents of the locker 50-50, they haven't been able to agree on what's fair. And now, guess what? 
lawyers are involved. And when lawyers get involved after the fact, there's a humongous amount of cost involved versus having it arranged beforehand. The lesson in this is in planning the distribution of possessions among your loved ones. Be clear and specific. Never assume your family or friends will know exactly what you mean and hire an attorney or a lawyer to help you with the language and the official documentation of what your wishes, of what you want your wishes to be. And of course, set boundaries is another one. Blues singer, songwriter, and guitarist B.B. King said that if a woman said a child was his, he would never shirk responsibility. He would always own up to it. As a result, there are 15 people, 15, who claim to be his offspring. Even before King died, three of his 11 surviving children were already in court arguing over $5 million of assets. Lesson, if yours is the case, where you have a large family, but put your trust in someone on the outside, like a manager, a lawyer, an attorney, a business associate, make sure you name that person as the one to make the decisions for when you're alive and as the executor of your estate in the event of your death, so that it's very clear. Update your will regularly. Be painstakingly clear when establishing a trust. What is a trust? It's a little bit different than a will. It has a lot more availability, a lot more movement in it, so to speak. It's not a read it, complete it kind of paperwork. It's a po possibly an ongoing, it, it's like um, an incorporation, so to speak. It's like setting up a business, putting all of your stuff in it, and then giving that stuff over to who you want it to give it to. You can set so much a month, you can set up so much a year, you can set up that they'll get certain things at certain times of the year, all of that sort of thing. So a trust is a wonderful thing that not very many people think about, but a lot of celebrities do, and a lot of celebrities don't complete it. So let's get, when he, uh, let's get on with Robin Williams. Robin Williams, when he created his will, of course he was the outmost comedian, was married to Susan Schneider, his third wife. His three children are now locked in a legal battle with her over some of Robin Williams' assets. According to the trust set up for his children, they were to inherit his memorabilia, his awards, and other personal items. But Susan Schneider, attorneys, argue the will as very vague and out of date as a result, Robin Williams' lawyers could be named the largest beneficiaries of his estate instead of his family. Make sure you update your will as major life events happen and occur. It's really, really important. Now, next one. Health issues, life insurance, and death. All the taboo stuff that we talk about over on our Talking Taboo with Tina on our podcast every week, you know, those are all on our YouTube channel for anybody that wants to look back. There's a lot about grief, a lot of tips and tricks about grief. Um, if you know anybody or if you're grieving right now, you might really find it, you know, really helpful. Um, there's a lot about traumas people dealing with traumas in their past, uh, growing up, child years. There's a lot of um, um, different situations that occur in life that makes you totally change um, if you survive. Uh, lots of different car accidents and situations for people to think about and talk about as well. Um, radio personality and voice actor Casey Kasim's children are claiming his wife, Jean, 
was responsible for his death due to neglect, fatal bed sores, and dehydration. Though she was named as a beneficiary in his life insurance policy, his children's lawyers argue if that person is responsible for the policy owner's death, they cannot receive the money. The lesson in that is you may be in a position where you're unable to speak for yourself, which is why planning when your sound of mind is so important. You can't do it after. You can't do it after you have dementia, after you become sick, after you become incapable. And a lot of people think, like my mom, that there's never going to be that time. But there is. There possibly could be. It doesn't mean that you could uh, die um, right away. But you might have a period of time where you haven't set up any planning and you're not well enough to do that now. So this entire point of, of advanced directives, trusts and wills, making sure the beneficiaries are named, are up to date, and the pre-planning, if there's any room for dispute, make it abundantly clear you understand when you make these choices. Stars dying without wills. It's a notion that dif is difficult to grasp because they have um, a lot of people at their fingertips. Um, most of them have a lot of money at their fingertips. And there's really no reason to not have your pre-planning done. And it's particularly when musicians' estates often continue to generate significant revenue after their deaths. And that's when we're going to talk about, over on our YouTube channel, more remembering Aretha Franklin, who was the queen of soul in the music industry. Aretha Franklin didn't leave a will. And here's what will happen to her state. And we're going to talk about that because legendary singers like this sold millions of records, but her net worth is not clear as creditors may come a calling. And that's what happens. The creditors are usually the first in line for any executor that needs to look after a will. And when there's a will, it's very difficult to do that. So we're just gonna pop on over to our next people because Aretha has quite the story. It's quite lengthy and it will be in full version over on our YouTube channel. Number one, some of the things that you should consider. The odds go way up for court battles without a will. It's, it's pretty much cut and dry that there's going to be some fight and you might say, well, I don't have anything, Tina. You have lots. You have, you have your wishes to consider that possibly um, aren't going to be considered if you don't put them out perfectly so that people know what it is that you want to have happen. What, even everyday families, say where mom and dad leaves behind an old car and a house, and maybe if you're lucky, a few hundred thousand dollars, can find something to fight about when there isn't proper estate planning. It's very common. Then you go, the oh, well, he promised me this and she promised me that. Yeah, but your sister over there says they didn't. Or your brother says he didn't, or the long lost cousin shows up. So Danielle Mayoris, who is a lawyer, an attorney in the United States, said she really isn't surprised that Aretha Franklin didn't have a will, given how so many people don't have estate plans. And <laughs> I mean, the list goes on well-known people who died without wills. Jimi Hendrix, Bob Marley, Martin Luther King Jr., NFL player Steve McNair, and, drumroll, Abraham Lincoln. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? 
Many, of course, have been advised over and over to spell out their wishes of how their estate should be managed or handled. I was after her, Aretha Franklin, for years to do a trust, a Los Angeles attorney said. He represented Franklin in entertainment matters for the past 28 years. And I would have expedited things and kept them out of probate and kept things private. But that didn't happen. Some people feel less complicated financial situations can turn to, say, LegalZoom.com, where you can fill out, um, it's like going to the grocery store or bookstore and picking up a will kit. You can also, uh, a new company that started up is called Fabric, MeetFabric.com. And that is also online, it's um, free. And I advise anybody to do something, I don't care what it is. If you can do it properly, do it with a lawyer or an attorney. Um, I have a link down below, you can use Legal Shield to also cover your butt so that you can have proper representation. Because if you think you know the family law in whatever province um, country you're in, if you think you know the law, the Family Law Act, in each of the states, because they're all different, you don't. If you think you know the law, Family Law Act in the UK or in Australia or for whoever is watching this right now, you don't. Unless you're an attorney or a lawyer in the field. So... I want everyone to consider seeing an attorney, seeing a lawyer as soon as you possibly can. And I do know the number one reason why people do not do a will when you're younger is because you have kids and you don't know who you want the guardians to be for your kids. And that holds everybody up. So if you're any grandmothers or grandfathers listening to this show right now, get on your kids. Make sure they have a will and set a guardian in place. It's so important because if you don't, the government takes over. And it, it, it's costly as well. And they might choose things that your family wouldn't have chosen. So why leave it up to the government to choose what you want? We've already left so many things up to the government in the last three years. And you know what happened there? We're still talking about it. We're still wondering about it. And there is no emergency plan unless you download your backup plan. Because then it's yours. It's your own plan. Despite what many services lead you to believe, simply having a will and a trust will still result in probate being required. And there's lots of pitfalls if you don't know what you're doing. There are so many things where, you know, the previous ex can come in and say something or, or whatever. The government does not make it easy to navigate probate court. And it's, it's a very avoidable scenario. Too often though, people put off these things He's, this attorney sits down with clients in his office to discuss estate plans and three years later, they've still not made the necessary decisions and they've still not made the necessary things to do. Nearly 100 million adults in the US alone do not have a will, according to willing.com. And it's an online platform for estate planning. There's no, I have no sponsors for this video none whatsoever. So I'm very vocal about what's available out there for you. You either find someone locally for you or find someone that someone that you know has dealt with or go online and look up what options you have. You have an option of writing it out, but I will say if you write it out yourself and you take the cheap route, and I say cheap because Doing it yourself is probably the cheapest route. Causes a problem. 
And I only say this because I experienced it with a client myself. My client had a heart attack. My client's family. He had a heart attack at age 55. And he wasn't close to his two brothers and sister at all. Matter of fact, he did not want to have anything to do with them. He lived in a beautiful condo. He had rental properties and he had um, investments. He was single. He did a will. He wrote it out and he kept it at home. Sounds perfect, right? Sounds like what I'm trying to tell everybody to do. But if you don't register the will, there is or possibly give it out to many different people so that other people know that you've done it. First off, where is it? And secondly, who gets a hold of it first? So he kept it in his a condo. And his family, his two brothers and sister, came in. But he wanted, on his will, was stipulated that his two nephews would get his estate. His nephews were awesome. They would visit him all the time, bring him things and help him, and he helped them. But there's one problem. His two brothers and sisters came into the condo, found the will, and they weren't on it and ripped it up. That being said, you know what happens when you rip up a will and you have basically no will? It goes to your next of kin. And the closest ones were his two brothers and sister. So they got everything. So I want you to know that by going the cheaper route doesn't always mean that you're going to have happen what you want have happen. Does that make sense? I felt like that was like a friend skit there for a second. Does he know you don't know that he knows I know? Like one of those scenarios? <laughs> um, there's like 60 or 70% of people in the population do not have a will. And how many of us have children? How many of us are single with that? When you get a will done, tell your family where it is. And in your backup plan, there's a specific section in the app that stipulates where it is, where your will is located. And you can take a picture of the front cover and you can take a picture of where it is in the house. And that is, I feel a lot safer because you're just not handing out your will to different people that you may not want them to know what's in it. So my recommendation is to have it somewhere where you can still tell other people where it is because that scenario wouldn't have happened if he had a thought about that first. Make sure you have update beneficiaries too on any assets, any investments, such as your 401k plans, your mutual funds, your investments, your retirement accounts, and let your loved ones know about where these assets are located. And that is the difficult part. When I started putting together your backup plan app, I felt that a lot of times people do not want their family members to know what they have or where it is in particularly. A lot of people are very secretive about what they have. So I put it in your backup plan app so that it, it can be located when it's needed, but not just, here's, here's my stuff, right? That's kind of uncomfortable. So you need to make sure you tell your loved ones where the documents are located. Well, we've talked about that, but that's where it becomes difficult. And that's where a lot of people don't do it because they feel, I don't want others to know. It might be painful to discuss death even when there is an illness, but experts say it's far more painful to leave behind a legal mess. And um, Franklin, Aretha Franklin, owned a fourth home in, in Bloomfield Township. I think she was from Minnesota. 
and she sold it in November 2016 to a former Detroit Piston Joe DeMars and his wife, Deborah, for $625,000. But um, she was sued by so many people that it just became really difficult to put things in order. And let's say, you know, the average person, the average household does not have that same scenario. You know, we're hopefully not being sued a million times uh, a day, right? Um, other celebrities that had no will. Hmm. I could probably talk about this for hours. Prince was one who died in 2016 in his elevator. Um, Michael Jackson, he died, he put together a trust. We're gonna talk about this in one of our shows because it goes into great detail. He did do a trust, but when you make a trust, it's empty. It's like starting a business without all of your stuff. So it's actually just a number. It's like a numbered company or an um, LLP company in the States. If you don't put anything in it, it's empty. So Michael Jackson didn't put his properties, his assets, everything he owned into the trust. So it was just empty. But we will talk about that in one of our other shows. Amy Winehouse, everybody remember her? She was 27 years old. Who would ever think that a 27-year-old would die? She died in 2011. Wow, that seems like yesterday. From alcohol poisoning. And she was thought to have had a will, but she did not. Bob Marley. He was only 36. He... His, his heirs to his estate are still battling. And Bob Marley, who died in 1981, he left no written will. And under Jamaican law, his estate was to be divided among his wife and 11 children. That's another story all on its own. Jimi Hendrix the time of death, he was 27. He died in 1970 without a will. And for more than 30 years, his estate, his family, is still fighting over it. 30 years. This isn't, I'm not joking about any of these things, guys. Who remembers Sonny Bono? died at age 62 and it became a shock to most people because he died in a skiing accident in 1998. He was married to his wife Mary Bono and she had to go to probate court to become the executor of her husband's estate. And a love child also appeared but later withdrew his claim. So yeah there's it's messy Messy, messy, messy. Another musician, Kurt Cobain, who remembers him at age 27. When Cobain died at age 27, he left behind a fortune that was estimated in the millions. He was estimated value is 450 million. And after the singer's death in 1994, wife Courtney Love was the primary beneficiary of the publishing rights to his estate, which included almost all of Nirvana's music, reports according to CNBC. So that's another story in itself as well. All of these are very complicated situations. Hi, Kate. Hi, Hassan. Oh, the list can go on, I tell you. B.B. King, anybody remember that wonderful musician? His will come under fire 
when his family claimed he was poisoned. I tell you, there are so many, and we have had some recent in the past too, some actors that have passed away and still wondering what actually happened to them. You know, Michael Jackson's will um, was involved in legal disputes concerning his will estate and even his children. Um, the children had claimed that the will was fake and the estate executors to be fired. So that's an ongoing problem. Anybody remember the actor Leona Hemsley and her dog? Celebrities love their pets, just like we do. But after Leona Hemsley passed away and left an enormous chunk of her estate to her dog, trouble, her family was baffled. Hemsley intended to, on leaving $12 million to trouble the dog and nothing to her disinherited grandkids. In the end, the court ended up awarding $6 million to her grandkids and reduced the dog Trouble's fortune to $2 million. <laughs> Unbelievable, isn't it? Who remembers Anna Nicole Smith's? Anna Nicole Smith was married to 90-year-old billionaire Howard Marshall for 13 months before he died. After his death, Anna Nicole Smith faced a series of dramatic court cases, I remember that, where she was awarded and then denied a share of his hus her husband's estate. She battled with Marshall's son who was set to inherit his father's estate according to his will. Strangely enough though, Marshall's son ended up passing away in 2006, followed by Anna Nicole Smith passing away in 2007. That's crazy. So as you can see, the list goes on. And I really want to talk about Aretha Franklin, but this would be probably an hour show. So I'm going to tell everybody to head over to our YouTube channel check it out. It will be dropped tomorrow, Saturday, by the afternoon. Um, and I think you will find it very informative and very interesting to talk about Aretha Franklin. It gets into a lot of detail. And it's very, very interesting to what happens when crap hits the fan, so to speak. Um, that's why I'm really here to help you guys understand that it's really important to put your life in some sort of organization and have a backup plan for yourself and your family. You know, your backup plan isn't just for death. It's also if you become sick or injured, it's for a place that you can get organized if you lose your papers or documentation or if they get stolen. Um, I had a client who lost his passport overseas and it was very simple because he had already downloaded it on the app and he was able to go to um, get it fixed. Um, I have people that lose their wallets and in one of our workshops that we do over on Facebook group, your backup plan Facebook group, we do lots of webinars and in one of the webinars we did one where what's in your wallet and it's surprising that we don't even know all the things that are in our wallets you know a lot of times people can name three maybe two or three four things but after that we don't and it's really important if that gets stolen what is in your wallet and who to contact and how to fix it so um you know, it's for many different things. It's for keeping important documents, death certificates, marriage certificates, all that kind of stuff, passports, um, uh, citizenships, all of that kind of stuff. It's really important that we put that together in a safe place for either theft as well as a wildfire or floods. And God only knows in this day and age now, how many floods are there in the world today? How many storms are there in the world today? Every week we have hurricanes, tornadoes, cyclones, floods, um, 
you name it, we have it. And um, it's no lie. It's no lie that, first off, most people's stuff, if you even just think, close your eyes right now and say, where's all your stuff? Where's all your important documents? I bet it's not in one safe place. I bet that you would say to me, Tina, it's in the drawer over there, it's in the closet over there. Um, some of it's maybe if you have a safe. I had a client who passed away and his daughter even paid someone to come and break the safe open to find out that there was only Home Depot flyers in it. So what a waste of money, you know? And his will, was actually sitting on top of a garbage can piled with newspapers. So I know how hard it is to live every day. We're busy working, we're busy going on trips, we're busy planning things, but we don't somehow plan for our own stuff. Um, back in the Waltons days, remember the show, TV show, The Waltons? They would take brown paper and they would put their important documents in it and then they would roll it up really tight and tie it up and then stick it in the rafters in their attic or in their basement. Guys, we don't even do that now. We, we have stuff everywhere and being online hasn't made it any easier because in fact it's made it even more complicated because we might have digital assets now where we have reward points sitting somewhere, or we have, we played Xbox, or we played games, or we have points, or we have money sitting in different areas of the internet. And for, in some shows, we do talk about having this lost money where you can access it in, um, on the internet, um, depending on what country you're with. But that money is growing substantially every month by people passing away and there's bank accounts that their relatives didn't know that existed. And I will add that in our YouTube channel down below to make sure I'm going to write that down right now to include that website that you can locate from past deceased family members that have passed away. And you can check to see if they have any um, bank accounts that are still showing money there. So yeah, we have sometimes even husbands and spouses don't even, uh, marriage partners, we don't even know what the other one has. Um, you might not have a lot of money in it, um, but you may, you might have investments that they're unaware of that you started way back when and now you're together and you totally forgot about it. I know my uh, previous relationship, we had forgotten we bought shares in a gold company, a gold mine. And when it went up, when we actually remembered we had them, we looked to see they were worth nothing. But five years prior, they had gone up to hundreds and hundreds of dollars, the shares. So we all do it. And I'm just trying to make it clear so that you guys can put your plans together easily. And I tell you step by step what to do and how to do it. So that being said, thanks everybody for coming on. I love each and every one of you. And make sure you go over to watch our YouTube channel. Um, there might be some other shows that you find of interest. We had a really cool story um, well, there's many cool stories, but one that was a uh, past near-death experience that was super interesting. I'll be having him on our podcast again. Um, it's your Backup Plan post podcast, and it's available on all platforms. It's on Spotify. You can download the app on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon, um, and we will be adjusting the app. And I'm really looking forward to all the new things that are coming out for you guys to help you um, and help you understand and help you make it easy for you to not be like a celebrity. It's that time now to talk about Aretha Franklin.
she didn't leave a will and here's what happened to her estate because we promised you we're going to talk about celebrities this week and we're going to dive deep into Aretha Louise Franklin's life. She was born on March 25th, 1942 in Memphis, Tennessee, United States. She died August 16th, 2018 at the age of 76. She can be found and her resting place is in Woodland Cemetery in Detroit. Now, a little bit of background. She has four children and she was married twice, once to Ted White and to Glenn Terman. Um, she was divorced and single at the time when she passed away. She was so well known in the in, in the music industry. She was known as the American singer, songwriter, and pianist. She was referred to as the Queen of Soul, as an American singer. Um, and she was also, she has twice been placed uh, ninth in the Rolling Stones, 100 Greatest Artists of All Time. Amazing. With global sales of over 75 million records. Wow, she was, she's one of the world's best-selling music artists to date. She began singing in the gospel singing at New Bethel Baptist Church in Detroit, Michigan. And um, her father was C.L. Franklin. He was a minister. And at the age of 18, she was signed as a recording artist for Columbia Records. Um, crazy crazy what she accomplished in her years but for some reason she she just didn't do her best at the end of her life because a little bit of background um in 2018 when she passed away um you know in some cases famous faces just like us and despite their millions and their celebrity status put shoring up their finances on the back burner aretha franklin may have been the latest star in 2018 to pass away without a trust or a will with her four sons having to file a document in michigan's oakland county probate court listing themselves as interested parties in her estate, while her niece Sabrina Owens asked the court to appoint her as a personal representative of the estate. We don't know yet of the fallout of Franklin's financial scenario, but here's a look at celebrities who died without wills in place, and we talked about those previously. So. It's at the beginning. Aretha Franklin's voice made her the queen of soul with riches to match. So what happens to her fortune she accumulated over a decades long career? Because Franklin was divorced and she left no will or trust to manage her estates after her death, the short answer is that her four sons will split her estate, the experts say. Of course, creditors will have the chance to make claims on the estate and Franklin had a history of bad debts. If other celebrity estates are any guide, shirt tail relatives and long lost friends could appear looking for a payout. Those questions will be resolved in Oakland Pro County Probate Court, where Franklin's estate has been assigned to a judge. It doesn't seem to appear that Franklin formed a trust which would have kept her finances private. Estate likely to be settled in probate court, which is open to the public, Franklin's four children are the likeliest heirs. Franklin's real estate holdings alone made her a multimillionaire, but it's hard to gauge her net worth without knowing her debts and the value of the rights she retained to the music recordings that made her so famous. Aretha Franklin's legacy could include teaching consumers yet another word, like me, like I say in every show, 
have a will. Her four sons filed a document Tuesday afternoon right after her passing, listing themselves as interested parties in her estate. Franklin's niece, Sabrina Owens, asked the court to appoint her as a personal representative of the estate. The case was assigned, and as Los Angeles attorney Don Wilson said, I was after her for a number of years to do a trust. I would have expedited things and kept them out of probate and kept things private. As Franklin's attorney in copyright matters, song publishing and record deals, he also said he would have been consulted about her holdings of any estate planning purposes. Wilson said at this point, it's impossible to pay, place a dollar figure on the value of her catalog songs. He did say that she maintained ownership of her original compositions, which included well-known hits as Think and Rock Steady. According to TMZ, citing Corda Records, also reported that Franklin died without a will. Under Michigan law, the assets of an unmarried person who dies without a will are divided equally among any children. Franklin's decision to create a will before she died could have prompted a court battle over her assets by creditors or extended family members seeking a portion of her state. One case has been involved with is that of musician Ike Turner, whose estate is being still being litigated 11 years after his death. I just hope for Franklin's estate doesn't end up getting so hotly contested. Any time they don't leave a trust or a will, there always ends up in a fight. Wilson said many people, famous and not, fail to prepare a will. Nobody likes to give careful thought to their own demise. If you die without a will, the state, the courts, and the lawyers step in to handle the matters. Creditors will be paid off and assets will be distributed under the law of the state where you live. The legal bills build and build in many cases, especially if there was any disputes. The lesson for everyday family members is when you don't have a will, it makes things more likely there's going to be fighting. The chances go up when things aren't spelled out that Franklin's four children will fight something to have something to fight over. Things can become a lot harder on the family after a death with no planning is in place. You better think, think about what you're trying to do to me, as Franklin famously sang. In some cases, Franklin negotiated a portion of the copyright songs to be written by others in exchange for her recording it. She got a piece of the copyright. Wilson said Franklin's catalog hasn't been appraised and it would be hard to under immediately estimate its worth. It's difficult. Wilson said some of Franklin's compositions were covered by other artists and most were retained by her. It generated a lot of money, but it generated a lot of money for one particular artist. It seems like it was always Aretha's version. Wilson said it unfortunate that Franklin didn't establish a trust, something he'd urged her to do for years. It would have expedited things. It kept them out of probate and kept things private. I just hope it doesn't end up getting so hotly contested. Anytime they don't leave a trust or a will, there always seems to be a fight. Now, she was, artists like Franklin often see their net worth rise quickly upon death because of nostalgic purchases of their work. Um, in the hours after Franklin's death, death, 30 greatest hits reached the number one spot on the iTunes album chart, while her onic, iconic hit Respect climbed to number one on songs. We might actually see her estate quadruple in size because everyone wants a piece of her. Now, as we, we know in death and every part of your life, you have to pay taxes. So depending on the size of 
Franklin's estate, it could be subjected to the federal estate tax. And the first 11.2 million is exempt from tax. Everything else is taxed at 40% and there's no getting out of it. Wow, that's incredible. That That's huge. Um, unless you have prepared a plan where that allows you to put things in certain places, like in a trust, where you won't have those same deductions. So uh, there's charities also that you can put assets or uh, part of the estate to as well. Um, but that's part of the planning process. So she owned multiple mansions. Um, she owned, we won't get into that. Um, and it's very important to plan what happens with your money before you die. Um, of course, many people say, even though you don't want to think about death, it remains important to find a good, experienced attorney or a lawyer and start the estate planning process. It's never too late until you're incapable of doing it, which means at a point in time, if you're in the hospital and you're unable to speak or be coherent, you're unable to do a will. So it's really important to do it while you're capable and when things are good, because, you know, I've had clients also that try to think about, well, how do I get my mom to do this as she's as she's getting worse in her bed? And I, I always say it, it's too late. You can't do it at that time. You have to do it beforehand. Um, just like you find a good divorce lawyer or attorney, you find a good estate attorney as well. Um, and of course, Aretha Franklin's lawyer attorney says, you don't go to a brain surgeon to have your heart operated on. Um, so ideally, you want to take time to think about potential problems. Are you worried about your daughter-in-law will spend all of your son's money once you die? Or are you fearful that a child with a drug addiction shouldn't be left with $50,000 in cash or $100,000 or more? Do you have a child with special needs that will need help? And there are all kinds of things you want to address in an estate plan. Creating a trust isn't enough. Michael Jackson, who died at age 50 in 2009, he made a will and set up a trust for his children. But like some everyday fathers and mothers, he didn't take the next step, the important key step, and fund the trust or retitle the, his assets into it. And then, of course, it turned into a family mess. So um, everybody says, get one. Run down today and get one. <laughs> like Prince, Pablo Picasso, and others before Franklin, reported died without a will or a trust, and there could be legal battles ahead in probate court or family members and others because of it. And shockingly, it's especially surprising that she had a special needs son who needs financial and other forms of support for his entire life. That's according to TMZ. That's crazy. So how much Franklin's estate really has to distribute to her heirs isn't known. The real value to them will be determined in the months and possibly years ahead. I wonder if this is still going on. I couldn't find anything to say that it was completed. So it's possible that it's still, after all these years, still in the courts. So that being said, I want everybody to make sure that you like, share and follow my channel. I love to have you on here. You'll get news if you click on the bell that our next shows are coming up. You'll get notified. So please like, share, and subscribe to our channel. I'd love to have you over here, over at your backup plan. And we have had no sponsors with this, but check down below for any description and links down below for um, some possible will opportunities for you. And I'd love to help you out. You know where to find us over on Facebook, your backup plan, 
or on Instagram. Stay safe. Be kind. Till next time.